Hey, 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 you're with Rin McQueen. She's a fucking vibe. How are you today? Fuck, I'm fired up. This is great. How great is this? I fucking love these days. Don't you love the day when you're just fired up? Everything's going great. No dramas. Shit's just cruising. All right, let's chat. Let's chat. <laughs> I know. Anyway, let's chat. For real. Let's do it. So, couple of things like let's just start off here this is the question of the day (laughs) the question of the week are you healing or are you full of shit now (laughs) you, you can't be both you can only be one when I'm talking about healing are you actively working on yourself are you actively going out there and taking note and working hard to navigate your pain, navigate your anger, navigate crafting a new life, crafting a new attitude and actively working on it? Or are you in the full of shit category where you're talking about it to everybody else, maybe posting some shit up on social media, but you're not actually doing it? Like you're not doing the things that actually healing it's like going to school right and you're sitting in the classroom and you're watching shit around you but you're not you're not writing anything in the book you know you're not prepping for the test man you're not doing anything you're just sitting there full of shit telling everyone you're doing it but when it comes to exam time you get an f because you fucked up you didn't do the work i see this heaps i see this heaps i'm healing i'm doing this well what are you doing well, I saw this um, quote and it just resonated. That's great. I see billions of quotes that resonate with me. What are you actively doing? And this is a tough question. And we fall in and out of a healing space regularly. You know, we go into the space of despair and or a space where we just can't be fucked and we fall into bad habits and um, we fall into this old coping mechanisms, whether your coping mechanism used to be um, a drug of choice like alcohol, um, any kind of drug, or you fall into a space where you're just ranting about the same shit over and over again without actually looking at it and working on it. What are you doing? What, What was your drug of choice before you started this healing journey? Because it's easy to fall in and out of a healing space and it's okay. It's okay, but is it time for you to get back on that horse? Is it time? (laughs) Because saying you're healing and actually healing are two very different things. So I have um, seen on the market lately, they've they've been everywhere. They sort of hit the market COVID time and they're these gratitude journals, healing journals. These things are like 80 bucks, 80 fucking dollars. Are you kidding? Um, and they're all the rage and people would go, they, they order them and then they might order a few crystals and all that shit, lay them around the room. Do you know owning it and actually using it are two very different things? I know a lot of people that own some of these things and they don't actually use them. I don't want to write in that book, it was 80 bucks. Uh, what'd you buy it for? Do you know you can get the same result journaling or being journaling in a 75 cent book from Kmart? as you can from an $80 gratitude book. And I mean, those books are pretty, but you're just writing in them. 
if you want some fancy flash quotes to go in your 75 cent fucking book you got from Kmart, by all means, hit the internet. Plenty there. You know, write them down all randomly through your book and get a couple of permanent markers or textures or whatever and make it pretty. Healing doesn't require you to spend 80 bucks on a book. It doesn't require you to go out there and have all this physical shit that's highly expensive. I journal. Half the time, I've got books that people have given me. They've given me these, you know, nice little journals with nice sayings on them. I use those. Um, But I also use 75 cent Kmart journals because I never really read them again. I had this one beautiful um, journal that was given to me for my 40th birthday by um, this incredible woman. She's actually editing my book right now. And I loved it so much that I never wrote in it. (laughs) I thought, well, that's not the fucking purpose of the book, right? So I pulled it out and I dusted it off. And because I'm in the middle of a manifesting space, where I'm, because I'm a big manifesting person, I believe in it. Um, I thought, you know what, I'm going to use this as a manifesting journal and I'm going to put in all my hopes and dreams and all the things I want in this world and I'm going to use it for that. And I've carefully curated and crafted this thing together because manifesting journals is something I look back on. Dumping journals and gratitude journals, I don't. But manifesting journals, I do. So it's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this fancy book for that. And you know what, I know this girl and I love her to death. And she, she listens to my podcast and... As soon as I say this, she's going to go, fuck yeah, fucking A. I can promise you this book did not cost her 80 bucks. She's too practical for that. (laughs) And if it did, I'll probably kick her ass. So are you actively working? You can listen to the podcasts and you can um, go source other means to to work on your healing. But unless you do the the things, nothing's going to happen. Unless you absorb shit to your core and start changing your belief system, nothing's going to happen. Unless you start working hard at finding peace and forgiveness in yourself and in others, nothing's going to happen. So I've had this friend, right? We've been friends for quite a few years. Amazing girl. Amazing. And her and I, we fucking, we hang shit on each other all the time. And um, when I say, if (laughs) if you're not up with this lingo, because... I am a Kiwi living in Australia. Um, Hanging shit is just giving someone a hard time, teasing them, essentially. And we do it all the time because it's funny and um, we know we don't mean it. And it's just always good to have a laugh. And Anyway, I, I was talking to her this one day. We were on the phone and I said a few things to her and... Um, I could tell actually that I'd offended her. I sort of thought I hadn't, because this is normal banter for us. But I thought, you know what, when I hung up the phone, I thought, fuck, I think I went too far today. And normally I wouldn't do anything about it with her, because, you know, I think, oh, she can handle it. You know, she knows. She knows I didn't mean it. And then I sat there and I thought, fuck, you are in a healing space, Serena. You don't want to be causing damage to other people, right? And um, a few days later, it wasn't sitting right with me. And I rang her up and I said to her, you know, we chatted about a few things. I said, well, actually, while I've got you, I just wanted to, the reason I was calling was to actually, um, these comments that I made to you and I told her, I said, I just want to apologise because it wasn't sitting right with me and um, I feel like I've, I've upset, I've, I've maybe not upset you, but I've definitely offended you. And um, 
I think I gave her a hell of a fright because I've never done that before. But it just wasn't sitting right with me that this woman that I love and I adore and I respect a lot may have been hurt by the words that came out of my mouth. I may have got carried away. You know, I did get carried away. I went too far. And um, do you know the best part about that conversation? Well, she didn't say, it's okay. She didn't say that. It's okay. And if she'd said it was okay, I would have said, well, actually, it's fucking not. So I had definitely offended her. And um, it didn't change the love that she had for me, for sure. It didn't change the love. But um, that's part of healing. Healing is owning your shit. And she gave me the time and space to own it. And I, I love that. I, I, I'm really grateful for that. So healing, like I said, healing looks like a lot of different things. Are you actively healing? Are you actively doing the things that make you a better person? Are you doing the things that make you like yourself more? Love yourself more? I walked away, so for three days I was feeling really uneasy and I left that conversation and I felt great. I felt great, I felt like a good person again because I wasn't feeling like the greatest person, I was feeling a bit shitty. But I felt felt good and that relationship is rock solid again. Owning your shit's super important. And you don't have to, I'm not talking always about owning your shit. Sorry, that was a bit quick, wasn't it? Fucking Kiwi. Kiwi man, we talk too fast. Owning your shit, right, isn't always about apologising to other people. Owning your shit is apologising to yourself. Owning your shit is standing your ground with yourself and holding yourself to a higher standard. It really is. And it's breaking bad habits. Bad habits that are hurting other people and hurting yourself. You really have to do that. So when your life is tough, it's it's tough. And this is when it gets hard to do healing work. Is when you are under the pump. You are stressed. There's lots, lots of pressure. Lots going on. You're overwhelmed. You just put healing stuff like journaling or meditate, whatever it is you do. Um, and if you do all of it, fucking amazing. It's the last thing you go for because you go, I don't have time. Do you know that's just that's just never flies with me? That is the time you need to be working on yourself. Those are the moments you need to stop and run yourself a bath and fucking hop in it and have a bloody good cry Maybe pick up your pen, do a bit of journaling, listen to some music, maybe listen to a guided meditation or a podcast or whatever and just breathe. Breathe. Take check of how your week's been. Forgive yourself for not being everything to everyone. Forgive yourself for not being fucking Superman or Superwoman because you can't do everything. And ask yourself... Because in those times is when we beat ourselves up, right? In those times is when those old fucking horrible narratives come through that we've lived with and we're trying to shake off, like you're lazy or you're not good enough or you're a shit person or you're not motivated, whatever your internal dialogue is telling you. Sit there and go, you know, forgive yourself for that dialogue that you've used and make a conscious decision to stop it. 
to stop for one or two hours or 30 minutes or fucking five minutes of your incredibly busy day could completely turn your day around. It could take something that would take you six hours to do because you're stressed, you're tired and strung out too. Because you stopped and you took five minutes to declutter your mind, give yourself a chance to stop beating yourself up, forgive yourself when you have, stand in front of the mirror, mirror if it takes that and go, I'm a, I'm a bad bitch. Pull your fucking pants up and let's go. Actively healing is very different from bullshit. And sitting there and saying, oh, I heal because I do fucking what? Stop telling social media you're in a healing space. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. You don't need to be telling everyone you're doing these changes and, and you're out there and you're putting that shit on blast and you're healing. People will see it when they're in front of you. This isn't a novelty thing. This isn't a, I'm fucking cool, look at me go. This is some serious shit and you need to take it seriously. A lot of the healing that you will do is going to become very primal and very private to you. And it should be. I'm not saying don't lean into people and don't find support. But I definitely am saying this. some of this is private. Being primal and letting go and and ugly crying and screaming into your pillow or screaming into the fucking ocean or whatever it is, that's really primal and private. We don't want people to see us that way. I mean, if you don't care, do you. But if all you're doing is advertising it and you're actually not doing the work, then you are full of shit. And if you're noticing you're doing that, it's time to get a handle on yourself and spin it around. Like I said, it's definitely normal to fall in and out of that healing space, fall back to old, old go-tos, you know. Are you running back to that toxic partner for a quick, you know, rip over the bed because it makes you feel better? Yeah, you're just loading up on more toxicity. You know, it's, that's not going to help. It might help in, the minute, in that moment, but in six weeks... When you decide to jump back on that healing train, there's a whole nother fucking mess you've got to clean up in yourself. This is very self-sabotaging behaviour. And what it does is it creates massive setbacks. And we're not about setbacks, we're about moving forward. So when you're sitting there and your shit's a mess and you are falling back into old patterns, stop. When you notice it, when you recognise it, stop and ask yourself, yeah, well, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing? I need to change this. This is not working for me. Because it's not. I mean, if you're going to sit there and fool yourself into saying, yep, this shit works for me, you know, I'm doing old shit and I'm feeling good and it works for me, I've done it for years. If you've not healed over those years, you've done no healing, you've just made a bigger mess, you know, it didn't work. So maybe stop doing that. Running back to an ex and having sex with them over and over and over, a very toxic one, because it makes you feel good. Running into that, I'm telling you right now, that's not a good idea. If you're hitting the bottle and you're drinking because that's what you did in the past and it numbed you, or it made you feel good for a little bit, 
that old habit, if that hasn't healed you yet, it's not going to heal you now. Don't give up on yourself. Seriously. Don't fucking give up on yourself. Don't surround yourself with noise all the time to block out the shit you're dealing with. Stop. Take a seat, be silent. We sit there and we watch all these men and women that are running these huge Forbes 500 companies, yeah? Or working the stock market and all that shit. High-end jobs, all the money, all the success. Work 16 to 18 hours a day, drop dead of a heart attack. You know, at 48. Because they don't stop. They don't take a breath. They've literally run themselves into a casket. And it's shit and it's sad. But it's like going to the doctor or like lying in, or lying in a hospital bed after you've been in a massive car accident and denying any medical assistance but just lying in the hospital bed saying, well, I'm in the hospital so I'm healing but I won't let them touch me and do any work on me. But I'm going to get better. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work that way, mate. It really does not work that way. So what's gonna be the thing? Like, I've always taken a a mental note. Now, I haven't always done this, to be honest. This was in the last probably couple of years. I always take a mental note of where I'm at in the morning and where I'm at at night. So in the morning, I wake up, get up like every other mother and um, run to the bathroom because weak bladder and shit. Um, and to be fair, my kids were, I gave birth to babies the size of three month old, so, you know, bladder's ruined. But I, I do, I grab my morning coffee and I take note of what my day is going to be. What have I got to do today? What mood am I in? What, what sort of vibe am I feeling for myself that day? And there are days I wake up and I'm just feeling like shit. There are days, not often... But there are days I'm feeling shit, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm feeling emotional, I'm moody. I I let myself have that day. I let myself, I take a mental note of it and I go, you know what, you're just not going to have a, you're not having a great fucking day, you know. So I let myself be moody and emotional and all the things. But before the day is over, I always make sure I've planned to do something to clean my shit up before I go to sleep whether it's a bit of journaling whether it's meditating whether it's going for a walk whether it's playing with my dog at the beach whatever it is I will do that thing is it listening to a podcast Um, I love massaging I find incredibly because I'm a massage therapist I find that incredibly therapeutic is it putting my husband on the table and giving him a massage and connecting with him Is it playing a board game with my kids? What is it that's going to turn that shit around? Because I don't want to go to bed like that. Now, it would be really easy to walk to my fridge, open it up, crack open a bottle of wine, and drink it till it was gone. But that's not helping me. I'm going to wake up in the morning, look at the empty bottle and go, fuck. And then probably have the same kind of day. And then start this process of drinking every night. Which, you know, I mean, I'm not against it. But (laughs) it's not advisable. And it gets a bit expensive. So, check yourself. What are you doing? 
And like I fall in and out of this space as well. We all do it. That's part of being human. That's and part of the healing process is respecting the fact that you're flawed. You know, I know a lot of people, and I do it too. When I'm going through something, when I'm really dealing with something heavy for me or my family, I, I lock down my house. I create like a cave that I put myself and my loved ones in. And that's the only focus I have is what's happening in that cave. And I shut the world off because we're in a sacred space of we're going through something and we're going to sit in this space together and heal through it because that is important. That is so, so important. And I find when I do that, that's really healing for me too. It's really good. I don't want to jump on the phone and talk about it 20,000 times. You know, I want to be left alone. I want to process in peace and quiet and in privacy. That's me. You might be different. But ask yourself next time you're stressed and strung out, am I fucking doing anything to actively heal today or am I just going to fuck this shit up? Make some changes. And you will recognise it the further into this healing journey you go. You will recognise the little signs in yourself really quickly. The further on into it, the quicker you start seeing those signs. I can see when I'm going to start crashing. I have not had any anxiety issues for so long. It's been ridiculous. But I had an anxiety attack and I knew exactly what was going on and when I get anxiety the beginning of it is I get irritable and I start tearing heads off <laughs> I'm not pleasant and I actually the only person's head I tear off is my husband's because I don't know he's a big guy and he can take it right <laughs> which he really can't but um he he's my go-to and I'm I can feel myself going into that space and there are times I just go, you know what, just ride this one out. Just just allow yourself to go through it, get to the end and move on. And it was all because I am not great in social spaces around a lot of people. I'm, I'm just not. And um, definitely around the silly season, definitely around Christmas, right? I don't do well in that space at all. Anyway... Um, I was heading out and um, I was struggling with my anxiety. I had to go. I wanted to go. But my anxiety was wreaking havoc. So instead of going, fuck it, I'm not going. And just allowing myself to get into this space where I'm coming up with bullshit excuses and reasons why I shouldn't be somewhere I know I should. And I wanted to be there right, I came up with a game plan because I recognised that I want to be there. My anxiety is running the show right now. Yeah? So it's that recognition. It's that knowing yourself and knowing what makes you tick and what makes you fucking explode and what calms you down. And I made a game plan. I'm normally not too bad because I walk into these spaces with another person, with my husband. But this space, I was walking into on my own, walking into on my own. So what I did was I had a game plan to be walked in. 
And that game plan paid off big time. So really start focusing and looking at what your triggers are, your old triggers. Recognise them. Sit down and spend some time recognising what those old triggers were, what the um, old go-tos were to cope, you know, what are the toxic fucking go-tos you were you, you were doing um, in the past that weren't doing any healing, they were just an easy go-to, so that you can recognise them that when you start falling backwards into that space, you or you know you're falling backwards into that space because you're like, fuck, we're back to day drinking, fuck, probably shouldn't be sleeping with my ex, <laughs> you know, if you know them and you own them and you, you put them in front of you, and go, yeah, this is the shit I shouldn't be doing. This is the shit that's not healing me. This is the shit that is making a bigger mess. If you can really hone in and identify what they are, then you're less likely to fall back into that. And if you do, you're not going to fall far because you're going to recognise it straight away or very quickly. So are you working on your healing, changing your behaviours and doing all the things you should be doing for that or are you just full of shit are you just talking about it and actively not doing anything looking deep into yourself I always say it's really hard forgiving yourself is really hard at the beginning it's one of those things you practice until you get great at it and I have practiced it and now I'm fucking amazing at it I know I am not perfect. And honestly, I was talking to a friend tonight. We all have, you know, friends that, that serve a different purpose in our life. I said, she's forever my rant friend. She's the one that I ring when I've got to have a bit of a rant. And I did. Tonight I had a rant. I was a bit annoyed. I was a bit pissed off, actually. And um, I needed to have a rant. So I had a rant. And then I went, you know what? Partway in. And, and it was a great little rant. I went for about 10 minutes. And then I realised what I was doing. I was going, fuck, this never solves it, Serena. This never, ever solves it. This ranting just amps you up and gets you more and more pissed off and this never solves it. And I just said, you know what? We've given this shit enough of your time. That's what I said to my mate. We've given this shit enough of your time. Move on. I've had my rant. Appreciate it. And literally, we started talking about something else. And my mood went straight back to amazing. It's a conscious decision. For me to sit there and rant and carry on like an asshole, there was a conscious decision I was making. I chose to do it. And I chose to do it because she was the person I rang. And she will forever be my rant person. And the, the best part is, is she'll, A, let me rant, and then she'll rant with me about the unjustification of the bullshit I might be dealing with. She's amazing. I fucking love her. But just just check yourself check those around you if someone's talking about doing the healing but not doing the work call them out don't call them out that's your decision but make sure you call yourself out yeah so if you're not doing anything actively and you're just full of shit at the moment and you want to turn it all around then turn it around make the decision it's, it's literally a flick of a fucking switch and you can be turning your shit around. If you're not sure whether you are full of shit or not, 
maybe go back over your last couple of weeks where you've been the most stressed and go, what have I done in these stressful moments? Okay, that's probably not good. Maybe I need to change that behaviour. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's a trial and error thing. It's such a trial and error thing, this healing stuff. What works for you is not going to work for me. And that's cool. It, it really is. But if you're going to fall out of that, that active healing space, don't fall out for too long. Don't create a bigger mess. You know, that's what we're trying to avoid. Um, and I mean, other bigger messes are going to come. That's just the nature of the beast. But don't go and create them intentionally, yeah? Like, by just going, oh, I'm too fucking tired, I'm too fucking exhausted, I don't have time to whatever, read a book, or sit in the bath, or have a sleep, and whatever it is that, that helps you rest, and turn the world off, and just be with yourself, and just zone out. Zone out. No one's going anywhere. The planet is still going to spin. You are good. Okay, because at the end of the day, no matter what the deadline, no matter what, your healing is your fucking priority always. You deserve it. Own it. You're the only one that can give it to yourself in the levels that you can and do. So fucking claim it. You are entitled to that. So stop it. If you're full of shit, stop it. Time to move on. Let's go. Have an amazing week. Write that list. Fucking write it on your phone. Write it wherever. Keep tabs on it. And um, sit down for a bit. Take a seat. Fucking shut your phone off. Rest. Turn your mind off and just chill. And don't forget, you've got a thousand reasons to be angry and not one to stay that way. So have a fucking amazing week and I will catch you next time. Peace.